Did you guys get to see what was Damn, on the imagine. screen? I did. It's so I did. cute. It was very cute. hungry. That monkey's very hungry. A yeah. nice, a perfect dissonance, Felipe, between the image and the song. Well, like, get again. Well, I wanted the viewer to imagine that I was that that monkey in a dress. She was my sweet cherry pie. Like I was kind of like, uh, she's like this hot number, mm. but it's really just a little monkey in a dress, you know? That yeah yeah, oh, that's, yeah yeah that's sweet yeah. Imagine wow. playing that song and your your really hot girlfriend is is like washing a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be the per or you're the hot yeah. girl and you're washing a car. That'd be the perfect song. Yeah. What I wouldn't give to be born in um, nineteen. I'd say probably sixty five, <laughs> yeah. so that I could be maybe to see that twenty kind of thing. by the time mm -hmm. that song would come out or in my twenties, and then yeah. that's when that could happen. Yeah, and you own a car and a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And while you wash it, you push your boobs on the the front yes. window, right? That's yeah. what you're. We yeah. all we all push our boobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm yeah. and I'm and I'm yeah. paying Perfect. through college by having just a summer job that I do always. That I always exactly. do in little jean in a cutoffs. Garage sale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I pay through college by doing garage sales and jean cutoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how it was. Welcome to Raisin Man Arena, everybody. Everybody, thank you. Welcome. It's great to be here. Listen, if you haven't been here before, introduce yourself in the chat so that we can uh, get you into the community. Should we introduce ourselves for new listeners? Mm -hmm. Yes, that might be a bit of wishful thinking because I think the same people listen to us every time. But who knows? You could have a stray. Don't assume. You know, it's like at a party. Just say people's introduce people and say their names and stuff so the person who doesn't know is in the know yes. and if you're getting introduced focus up and remember the name yes. so that way you know it you don't look yeah. like an idiot later yeah. yeah when you say is that person single yeah can i go out on a date with them what is their name again yeah, yeah. You know? and they'll say not only did you forget their name but you forgot that they are not single because you talked to their partner for exactly. two hours and you forgot. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're their partner. Oh, my bad. Yes, I, and I, it was me, and the, the person show? was me. Yeah. And now you're asking me what my partner's name is and if they're single. <laughs> happens often. That's funny. Do you miss making those mistakes? I, I never admit a situation anymore where I don't know anyone. I just see people I know. You never make any faux pas. I was afraid when we opened up the phones the last uh, episode. I was like, "Someone's gonna come on that I should know, and I don't. I won't quite know the details of who they are." And then I'll mm -hmm. I'll have egg on my face. I'll eat crow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I um. My mom was talking to me over Christmas, and she was like, "I think the our grandparents, meaning her parents, like." have not done well under covid like they have their social skills have diminished mm. somewhat and i thought does that reflect on me like if I, has that happened to me to answer your question sarah and i th and recently my brother was showing us a barn over christmas that he had built that another guy owned and he was at there and everyone was like saying hi to him and stuff and i was just like I don't need to say hi to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna step back. <laughs> you were on your yeah. Game Boy. I'm not gonna talk yep. to him. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if that's because of COVID or it's like a function of getting older. But I was just like, 
I just don't. I'll just to. stand yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. In Argentina. Let my, let my family do all the scoring. In Argentina, I remember, I, I think they probably don't do this anymore and they might never do it again, but you do kiss people on the cheek and they're like really fastidious about it. Like I would walk into a room with like 11 people and I had to kiss everybody on the cheek. So if you're, Ooh, if you're, so if you're planning on staying at, a, at some function for like, I don't know, five minutes... You're going to have to kiss everyone on the cheek, sit down, and then say goodbye and kiss everyone on the cheek. So you better think twice if you want to spend a short <laughs> amount of time with a group of people. Because it's disincentivized. Yeah. yeah. We didn't introduce ourselves. Well, my... Yeah. My name is Sam. Um, I'm about to turn 28. And I am um, was born in Connecticut, but I grew up in Boston. And... I'm uh, I'm an, a, a nice boy. I have a heart of gold, but uh, sometimes I can be a little mean, but I don't mean to be. He doesn't mean to be. It just yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Sarah. I'm Sam's friend. I'm 19. Uh, my favorite color is green. <laughs> I, my favorite food is chicken. Um, and I live in New York City. And I have a big dream. Like chicken yeah. fingers or... Like chicken, like yeah. you get at a grocery store, the whole chicken. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bro, if you eat a chicken finger, that's not chicken in there. You, you, dude, mm-hmm. you thought that was chicken? Ooh. That ain't chicken in the chicken finger. <laughs> yeah. It's not chicken. That is there. not okay, chicken so, in the chicken finger. Yeah. I didn't say shit about chicken finger. That's what Sam's favorite food. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I never had one. If you eat a chicken finger, that ain't I'm chicken in there, brother. Yeah. That ain't chicken. That's other shit that they put. Uh, my name is Felipe. <laughs> I uh, I'm on one of the people on one of the three people on Raisin Man Arena, and <clears throat> I um have put in eighty hours into Zelda Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and um, I love to draw. Mm. Mm, I, that's so true. I will say. Felipe, tell me if I'm revealing too much or, or if you don't want this out, but Felipe is also, he's oh not only a member, like one of the three of Race of Men, but he's also pretty much the guy who does all the tech stuff as well. Yes, so, I'm the tech, like I'm the, the tech guy. Sound, yes, yes. <laughs> pre- if you like the way we sound, if you like any of the visuals whatsoever, if you like the fact that we do a podcast, Correct. The, the, the fact that we even do a podcast. Then you like Felipe. Then but like Felipe. Yes, if, yeah. if it were not for but me, Sam, Sarah, but don't you- if it were not for me, Sarah and Sam might be speaking in the center, in the middle of the street, kind of talking to passers-by that's how they would do the podcast <laughs> well i don't know i think sam don't you think it's like harry potter where like felipe is the chosen one but if he didn't exist or if he died one of us would be able to do it would become the chosen one that doesn't yeah. tech is that I'll be honest. harry potter mm-hmm. okay go that be honest harry potter didn't need to do they didn't need harry potter neville would have done it if harry didn't oh do it. i see oh is that yeah, the okay. twist at the end that it's like the prophecy could have been about either of them yeah someone in the comments verified that i didn't read the books but i i think that that's true <laughs> could neville have done it if harry didn't do and it i haven't read it in a while uh, i know now i i think that they chose the the biggest pussy at hogwarts to be the alt the alternative <laughs> to <Definitely>. sub in <laughs> Yeah, but he turned out hot. He turned out hot. And he gets I think so, he gets braver throughout does, the books. Does does he? 
Mm-hmm. He's hot in the last movie. He's really hot. And in conventional. In the way. movies. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, and I don't know anything about the. Yeah, what happens You're to speaking the so authoritatively. <laughs> and the reason. So authoritatively. My cousin has a Harry Potter podcast, uh, so I know a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the reason huh. that he gets hot in the movies is because J.K. Rowling wrote it that way. Wait. Mm. Or how are we doing? And she's very controlling <laughs> over the narrative. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask if you're right, Felipe. Yeah, I just wanted to ask if anyone's on the thing. Are we if we're dropping frames or anything like that? Please let me know. We shouldn't be. Um, but um, you know, if we're dropping frames, just let me know. Uh, what were we? And if we're dropping the ball, let us know too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we're fucking this up. <laughs> mm, yeah, we can switch over topics to talk about what we got for Christmas. If yeah. people would rather hear us talk about that, we're ready to talk about that at any moment. <clears throat> we'll just um, do a little opening. Wait. Oh, I was just gonna say that I could. I was thinking that I need to teach you guys how to do the Twitch. It's not so hard, and you guys could do it. So, so um, and I think that you <laughs> should know it because someday. I'll want to not, you know, I'll want to be late on a train mm. or something like that. I'll want to not make it because I have I something going on. Don't bring that up. Do not don't talk bring about that this. up. Don't Fuck. talk about that. I'll edit That's it fun. out. Do, do not talk about. Yes. Yeah, I the it will be a horrible day the day Sarah or I stream the show. Yeah, and, and if also if you teach me how to do it, I might start my own podcast Fuck. and not do this Maybe one not. Anymore, I shouldn't, yes. <laughs> yeah. Teach a man yeah. to fish. What if I think that if one way you guys could do it if I couldn't do it was just ho- open a Zoom and just give people the link to the Zoom and they can just come in and watch you do the Zoom conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a meeting <laughs> instead of a podcast. We just have a weekly meeting. But then, yeah. yeah, it would lose all its magic. People will be like, why am I watching a Zoom meeting? I watch Zoom meetings all day. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Levick, could you go on mute, please? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. I see he in a yeah. chat. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Sam, I thought of a funny joke that I wanted to ask you if, <laughs> if we could do it, but it might be on the edge. So maybe what I'll do at some point is I'll. T- so this is an exclusive live only. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. And after it's back. out, I'll tell you. It's, it's not a joke that I want to do if it's not okay to say on, like live because if I if I fuck it up. It could be it could be really serious, but if you are okay with it, it could be really funny. Well, should we? All right. Should we do the classic text? Text. I'm gonna text it on the raisin man chat. I'm gonna text it to you. I'll <laughs> add to that. So even if it was okay to say the joke, I don't know when the correct sort of context would be for it. It because if we just drop it like a package on a sort of uncontacted island, it just will feel like there's nothing mm-hmm. around it. So I'll send it to you. You can say yes or no, and then we can sort of take our time with whether or not we do this joke. We can build it. We can build it. In the, the meantime, I'll do my own segment on the show. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> While you guys sort that out. So this is my part of the show where I talk about how I made a Letterboxd account. And I know everyone who listened to the bonus <laughs> episode because you guys all followed me on Letterboxd. Thank you. Uh, if you didn't listen to the bonus, you don't know. I have a Letterboxd, and my name on it is Sarah underscore Wilson. And it's not Satan Wilson. That's my comedy brand. Sarah Wilson is just my earnest account for reviewing movies. The reviews aren't funny. And if you follow it, I'll follow you back. And then we can just be in community there. I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll I'll read out the names of the followers next week. So please join that community uh, on Letterboxd. I'm really excited about it. All right, you guys. That's all I had for my segment this week. Sam, so I'm going to text you this thing. But you have to promise me that you'll have... Because I'm afraid that it will be like too, too serious so you have to promise me you'll have a sort of a thick skin about it 
Okay. Thick skin. I'm putting my thick skin on right now. It might it might not I might be totally it might not be that big of a deal. I'm not really preparing you properly <laughs> for it. All right. Let I feel see. ready. And Felipe is a dear friend of mine. I've known him for many years. And sometimes the things he thinks are a very big deal, I think are not a big deal at all. And sometimes the stuff that he... Let's... I'm just going to take a moment to read this text. Wow, I don't get what you're talking about at all from the text, but... I think that's... I think that's fine. Okay. Well, now but I'm feeling like it like might not collectively... be... It's not. Uh, no one's laughing, yeah, I have so more it might not be funny. Than answers. It might not be funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it in context and let's do the joke. Wait, no, but uh, maybe we sh- let's wait. Let's let it. Let's let it rest like a like a sourdough starter. We want it to inflate a little bit sure. before we put it in the oven. Yeah. Does do was we, it too harsh? I agree with. What, I don't, I don't think so, Sam. Say it again. Was it too harsh? His no, text. not too hard. Do you see what's funny about it, though, or am <laughs> I way off base about it being funny? I think it's funny. I think it's funny, but I'm I'm doing a lot of mental math to f- trying to figure out what in what context would we Doesn't make sense. Would we be yeah. able to engineer it so that the audience would know what we're talking about? <laughs> let's let it. Let's let it lie. Let's let it lie. Let's come back let's to it. it. We're gonna come back to yeah. this joke. Yeah. Uh, how are your Christmases? It is oh. funny. Uh, yeah, really good. Really good. Yeah, you guys had your Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish we could bring people into the what's happening in the text because what's happening in the text is so beautiful. Yeah, but there's some funny texts that are going on, but that's not part of the show. That's something different. Um, we could we could publish a zine of it. Yes, we could publish a zine of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I I, um, I, had a, I have a nice reveal. I want to talk about my presents. Yes, you said that you got something okay, that was going to make yes. me really happy. Me, yes. And I'm this curious about what, what that could be, because it wasn't a video game, so what could it be? Not a video game. Do we have... Let's let's do a little riff on this first, though. What could it be that Felipe okay. is excited is it about? A, is it a football ball? Mm. Is it a ball for playing football? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, or new it's pens. not the ball for playing football. It's new colored pens for him to draw Ooh, with. Yeah. Why that's would good, Sam have gotten a, a gift that was for me? That's what I want to know. Yes. You <laughs> have that's to confusing. think exactly. You have to think Sam got this gift, but Felipe would be excited about it being mm, in Sam's ownership. Mm. Like a oh oh a Roku. Oh, that would be cool. I was thinking of minus a Roku. <sighs> I, I was going to say, wait, before you no. reveal it, one last, a pocket pussy. Okay, what is it? <laughs> what is it? It's, it's, little, it's little bowls. It's little bowls for Aww. eating your oatmeal in. Oh, that's great. Sweet. That's great. I'm going to eat oatmeal out of all They're of nice. them. That's lovely. They're nice big bowls. And when my mom gave them to me, I the first thing I thought is, that's perfect. It's the perfect kind of bowl that Felipe likes to eat oatmeal out of. This will be a great addition to the house. Wow, and they're they're cute. Mm-hmm. They look stripes. They're nice and yeah. cute. Don't they look jolly? Their their colors. Yes, they're kind of like American themed. They're American bowl. Yeah. you know. <laughs> well, just two citizens yeah. eating oatmeal together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> American bowl. Um, now I can do one of my presents. Mm-hmm. Mama, let me eat. 
Oh, what is that? I got... Joe's <laughs> biography. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yeah. Who gave you that? <laughs> My dad. And um, what was Did he give it to you sort of with like a layer of irony? Wait, say what no. you got. Say what you got, because there's some people who listen to the oh, show afterwards. Oh, yeah. I got, I got, got Colin Joe's memoir. And um, what was the <laughs> sad part awesome. about it is that the night before, my parents save so much stuff on DVR to show me when I get home, like stuff that's funny and some stuff that's so not sweet. funny. That then we like a lot of it. That yes, they don't even want me to watch the full episode of anything. They just want to scrub through to like a three-minute section that they want to make a remark about, um, just so they can like crack a joke about something um, or just have me notice something. So we'd been watching. Right, it's Saturday like that Night thing. Live, it's like, like that thing where you're episodes. watching. It's like that thing where you're watching TV. You think of a funny thing and you say, "I want to share it with someone," but. They would have to yep. get everything that's happening in order for this to be funny extemporaneously. Exactly. Exactly. So they could just screen grab it, put it on Twitter, put the comment, and there is a whole community of people, I'm sure, that could find it and be like, yeah, that was funny. Um, but they're not on Twitter, so they save it up for me. And um, <laughs> we watched a bunch of Saturday Night Live, and we watched a weekend update section, and it came on, and Colin Jost came on, and my mom was like, Sarah, so do you, night before Christmas, do you like Colin Jost? And I was just like, no. Oh, no. Sarah, if you had yes. given me that no, that would have broken my heart as your mother. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I considered for a second, I was like, I could go off and explain like Seth's whole essay yeah. about why he's a sellout and the whole thing. But I was like, no, there's no point to doing that. Like, I will just say not particularly and, and we'll move on and that'll be it. And so then you can imagine on Christmas morning, I opened the box that had the book no. in it and I was just like, no, oh. no, because no. I also think it's a sweet and thoughtful gift. And of course. Um, then I was just like, well, what am I supposed to say? Everyone who was in this room was there last night. Everybody knows oh. what's happening right now. <laughs> How, so what did you You can't walk it back. You can't walk it back. Um, I love Colin Joe's now. Never mind. <laughs> My I favorite said, comedian. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's making me upset even to remember. Wait. I already find opening gifts to be so stressful. Um, and to like give the proper response to a gift as you're being surprised by what's in every box. It's just a crazy cultural tradition to open gifts that way people should tell each other i'm getting you something and this is what it is and then they give it to you i think that yeah would me totally. and sarah were just texting well, back parents... and forth about the the melancholy of opening gifts as as i was doing it i was like there's something just so sad nothing makes me sadder than a parent who sort of gets the wrong gift i couldn't think of anything sadder and it's okay like any gift is fine but something about yeah. it just hits my heart Totally. It, it was funny because I got the text from Felipe the night before about the melancholy of it because Felipe celebrates Christmas Spanish style at the Christmas Eve. And I was like, oh, fuck, I kind of forgot about that feeling. And now I'm in for it in like 12 hours. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you didn't oh, and man. you didn't even know the extent of it because you didn't yet know about the the memoir. <laughs> <laughs> no no and it was so funny my brother was like sitting next to me and he just like was like kind of laughing and my mom was like oh well we know what you said last night my mom like brought it up to <gasps> sort of neutralize the situation and i was just kind of was like well you know i'm always interested in the behind the scenes of saturday night live oh that that's what you said <laughs> that's yeah. nice that's so, nice and i would i believe that i yeah. believe that so yes. now felipe you share one of your gifts uh wait hold on also, I'm seeing there's like way more comments than I realized, um, and I'm and I'm huh. not really reading through them. But anyways, maybe we can maybe we can pop back in on them. What did I get? Oh my God, my parents got me a really really sweet gift. 
Um, well, actually, the, I'll, I'll, they listen, so this this is like a thing. I was like, oh, maybe I won't mention this, but basically, like, I asked for like they were like, what do you want? And I said a few things, and one of the things I said was this art book. And then I, uh, the reason I got melancholy was because uh, by accident, my dad got the wrong art book. Uh, it just wasn't the one. It was related, but not the one. And it it was okay. It was like not a big deal. Um, Cause actually the main gift they got me was really sweet, but for some reason that was the first thing I opened and it made me really sad. And it wasn't like- Tanked your whole Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> why do I feel sad about this? It's mm. not a big deal. I told Sarah, I felt like Dudley Dursley or something. It was like, this is, this that wasn't so it. Funny. But I was like, oh, I don't- I got 42 Christmas presents last yeah. year, mom. <laughs> <laughs> this year I only have 41. I wanted a little art book, but you got the wrong one. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah. I like got in my head because I got my dad a gift last minute, which he ended up really liking. It was a book and he's reading it now. So it's like it was a fine gift. But in the moment, I was like, I gave the wrong gift and it wasn't and I got the wrong gift. And I was just it was just making me feel really sad. I, but anyways, but actually the real gift that they got me was that they took all of the little Edie strips thus far that I've made and they put they made them into a book and they went to an online website that uh, an online website that um, self-publishes books called Lulu, and they ordered like ten hardcover copies of a little Edie book. Isn't that so sweet? It hasn't gotten here yet, but wow. they showed me the wow. InDesign so sweet. file. That's so sweet. I know. That's so thoughtful. That was. That's, I was like, this perfect. is the best gift in the world. So so sweet. I was really like moved by it. Um, You're and- published. You're a published author. I'm a published author. It was funny too because they wrote like all this like copyright information at the beginning, uh, like they made it look like a real book. It was uh, really sweet. I'm really happy not with under it. Any circumstances. That's funny. We're dropping frames. They're saying in the chat. We're dropping Everyone's frames. Wait, dropping hold frames, on, hold on. Which is a shame. Uh, do, uh, yeah. Froze me after it's funny. Just, no need to. T- uh, a couple of times I thought you were dropping frames, but it could just be my. I had an experience as well. Um, is it making it hard to hear? Because you know what I could do too is I could log us out for a second, change the settings, and log us back in, and it could take like thirty seconds. So if it's, it's bad enough that it's break. if it's hurting the uh, if it's hurting the thing, I can do it. That's fine. Yeah, let's go to the locker room, have some orange slices, yeah. and get back out there for a second. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna go to the green room. <laughs> Sam's gonna go to the locker room because we think of this as differently. Totally, our, our, totally. Our approach is well, different. there's orange yeah. slices in the locker room, so that's why I'm going there. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the um. <clears throat> fuck, I'm gonna go to the holding bay. There you go, because you're a little okay. Transfer yeah, us to the holding spaceship. bay. Yeah. We don't know who you are. <gasps> All right, we're back live. All right, now we're going to play the song again. Uh, how many people stayed? If you stayed... Rejuvenated. Yeah, hopefully we'll have less. Uh, it's looking like we got 12 frames, 12% of frames dropped. I think that we should just mm-hmm. live with what this is. This is the price of me being home. I have fun. I love it. I love being home with my family. The internet's not so good. Everybody's watching the Roku. We have more followers than before, but Sydney says, oh, they froze again. Damn. Yeah. Thanks for listening, well, Sydney. I just say we don't pay attention wow. to them. Look, if it's invo- if it's unwatchable, don't watch it. See if I care. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Damn. Not much I can do. We'll about come it. back next week. No, yeah. now we're dropping more Definitely frames come than back before. Next week. Huh? Oh shit! 
come we're dropping more frames than before i auto okay so the thing you did did made it worse yeah clearly it did <laughs> the thing you did made it worse yeah Okay, well, you fix that, and I'll go back to do my segment again. So if you like movies like uh, Tenet, The Midnight Sky, and Too Funny to Fail, then you'll like my Letterboxd account, and those are the three movies that I reviewed on it so far. So you can go look at that. That's Sarah underscore Wilson on Letterboxd. <laughs> yeah, um, and um, <laughs> I'm making T-shirts. Um, they're just they're funny T-shirts that say are just slogans. things that I say on the podcast. Different slogans uh, of Sam's. Yeah. Yeah. So check that out. Yeah. At SamLinearTShirts.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's worse than Gosh. ever. Okay, okay, let's try this one last time. Stay oh, on, damn. stay on, stay on. Going back in the locker room. Wait, the- Kyle <laughs> says, damn, Trump signed the stimulus for the $2,000 checks, Kyle? Okay, no, Please no, answer. he can't see us. We told, we went off, we went off. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> The podcast where we get news delivered to us live by our followers. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> cool. Woo. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> All right, breaking. We're breaking the news that the stimulus has passed. We have the breaking story on Wait, that. Wait, so Trump Kyle. signed the stimulus? What's that about? Is that right? Kyle, you can give us your segment on that in the chat. He said for the 600. That's uh, uh, Oh, for the 600? Damn. Fuck. Well, uh, something's better I'll take than it. nothing. <laughs> sure. Something's better than nothing. <clears throat> I'm okay. actually happy it's 600 because the <laughs> the debt that America is getting into is just so bad. We're going to have to be paying it off for generations. And Our kids are going to have I, to be paying I'm it off. I'm fiscally responsible. Yeah. Well, I want to be fiscally, fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. Physically responsible. Physically rep- responsible. I'm going to donate. I'm going to donate my check to the debt, to paying off the debt. Good. Because I, cause you and what you just said sort of made me realize how important that is that's a good idea yeah there you go yeah he said that the senate is going to work on a 2k check bill and also investigating voter fraud so okay so trump Uh, signed it and he said the senate gets to go so the trump signed it and he was like but we're working on a better thing and also we're going to do the other thing i want to do which is voter fraud is that what happened how are we doing? Yeah, we don't viewers. know. We don't know. Our sources are coming uh. from the same person, which is a guy in the chat. <laughs> it's cool that the Senate gets Damn. to do their own little missions. They like get to go on their own side quests. It is. Like, it's yes, very cool. Six hundred stimulus check is passed, but we also are investigating voter fraud. <laughs> <clears throat> well, there's always a lot of pork in these bills, you know. All the senators want to mm-hmm. get their little pet projects passed. So they use things that people want to get things that people don't want. And that's called pork. Hmm. Yeah. Which is a thing you often do want in your meals. It's a very delicious thing. But in in, in law, no thank you. Yeah. Leave the pork out. Yep. Unless um, you're a vegetarian. The, in this... Unless you're vegetarian. Yeah. Um. Any, any other qu- modifiers, qualifiers? <laughs> Uh, if you're Muslim and you practice and you sort of observe that part of the faith, and if you're Muslim, yeah, you know what else you would You would want pork if it was with a with a hot babe. You want to pork a hot babe? Yeah. So what I was saying was, <laughs> <laughs> um, take it away. That, uh, 
the the part of the stimulus check is that there's a thing against streamers being able to stream music that um is what owned. bro you've been on this these chats streamers yes bro, we they, just they know, they know about streaming we yes. just streamed. I didn't even know they knew about what we're doing. Yeah, they does do. It, Apparently, does it say they whether do. or not? Does it say whether or not we can stream cherry pie on the on this? <laughs> I don't know, but if the check maybe the because the, we have to find out when the law passed because if it passed at, before you we started the show, then we we better we're gonna see some subpoenas in the mail. Oh, oh fuck! I hope that the I hope that the, no, hope that the statute. Of- Merry Christmas! Fuck! Merry Christmas, raising men. Uh, and they're and we can't even pretend that we didn't know because they can yeah. look in the chat and they'll see exactly. that Kyle. Told I know us. now so we've now we've said we yeah. know and now they'll say they'll say uh, <laughs> ignorance of the law is no excuse for breaking it. Exactly. They did it in cold blood. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if the uh, what if the statute of limitations <laughs> on that was like twenty years, and then you were like, why twenty years? It's like you know you want a a lot of time for it's like but people haven't been streaming for that long. Yeah. What is what does statue of limitations mean again? (laughs) That's my response to that joke. (laughs) That means it means like if you did it twenty years ago, that that's okay. Uh, No, that it's not okay. No, okay. If you did it twenty years ago and a day, twenty years ago and a day. But if yeah. today, 20 I, years ago, yeah. you did it, you can go to jail for it. But 20 years in a day, you can go into a police station and you can talk about it. They can't do anything about it. I, you talk about I'd it. be pissed if we couldn't play no. music because the last thing I want to do, and no shade if you do this, but I don't like it when podcasts get their friend to do a theme song where they play the guitar and it's like clearly recorded on like either an iPhone or a Zoom recorder and it's like... Raisin Man Arena. We're gonna. Oh. I don't like that shit. You don't like it because it's cute and sweet. <laughs> it's too. Yeah, it's twee. Get high uh, production values. Get something that feels edgy. Don't. Don't get the moldy peaches to do the song. <laughs> okay. Well, I I better text Ian real quick then because he's, <laughs> he's been in the studio all afternoon. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <clears throat> Did anyone want to share any more of their Christmas presents? What else did I get? Got some thermal underwear. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're it's we're kind of bringing up the clothes section of the evening because my sister bought bought me some awesome running shorts. Wow, sick! Oh, really, that's really cool. Good. You're really good. My yeah. mom bought me like four white shirts because she says that she. My mom loves to, when my shirts have holes in them, she loves throwing them away. That's her life's <laughs> work. Anytime she, thought, cool. when she does my laundry, she sees holes, she goes, these need to, so she bought me four and that was, and that was her doing, giving me an offering so that I would be willing to throw four holy shirts away. Mm. That's sweet. Mm. My parents have sort of a tradition of buying me like, they re- they see notice something that I like to wear, and then they buy me a, a much more feminized version of that thing. And so this year they got me. So my, these are my normal shoes that I wear every day. Look like this. Yeah, I see. Okay, right? they mm-hmm. look sort of like, nice, like boots. Nice they're kind of like they have sort of the shape of Tim's. Would you say? Yeah, they're black Tim's. Oh, they're black. Yeah. They are Tim's. Yeah. Okay, they're black they Tim's. Are. And so then this year for Christmas I got this. I'm expecting to see like the biggest stiletto heel I've ever seen. 
Yes. Okay. Fair. <laughs> they see how it's like. Yes. It's got like two yeah. pretty buckles. It's Same. got like a like a fur ring, kind of like Uggs. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So I think that's sort of sweet. Oh, Sarah, you're gonna look like such a cute girl. It's a way of them saying we see what you're like, and and we this is a little more low. Yeah, and we don't accept like, it. But we see what you're. We like. see what you're like, and we don't accept yeah. it, and we don't want yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to change. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I keep buying Sarah very nice sun sundresses <laughs> that she never wears and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and ma- and lipstick. Uh, very sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> Wait. Oh. Yeah, we watched what? um like an old sketch comedy video that me and Caroline made in college. Who was there? Felipe? I was it was, it was so Will, funny. You were doing and... this like voice, which I've never heard you do. I was doing a voice, and in all the videos from college, I'm wearing so much makeup, and it just look I look so wrecked in all of them, and I can't believe it when I watch back on them. It's so funny. <laughs> funny. There's this picture of you. I don't Crazy. know if it's like on what? Facebook or what, but you're like, you're kind of like modeling or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? You're wearing this like shiny blue uh, top. Should... Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a yeah. different Sarah. I mean totally different it's uh like it, the photo shoot was like club your rave alter ego um so that that's my picture from it so we'll have to pull that up uh oh do you want me to pull I'd it actually up? rather not send me no, the text and pull i'll pull it up. it up on the chat <laughs> now we gotta see it yeah, yeah. i don't want to pull it Sarah, let's not pull it up <laughs> are there when in your life do you feel you you most have to like perform as a woman hmm if I'm with a child, I guess. You have to go mommy Does mode. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to protect it. Yeah. You have, because, be why? Because you're afraid that if you, if you do sort of your kind of like more mask uh, personality, you'll warp the kids' ideas about gender and like how women should act. Or they just get scared and they won't know if they can trust me yeah. or not. Yeah. I yeah. hate when Sarah's sweet. like tackling everybody in the kitchen and stuff <laughs> yeah. and she's being her mask. So. Yeah. yeah, she's exactly. like farting and burping. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I oh, was a kid. Uh, I... Go. go. The Should delay fucks us or up because we'll start because we'll start topics at the same time and then it looks like we're at war, but we're not. We love each other. Yes, it's true. It's mm-hmm. true. And in fact, our whatever we're gonna say it leads into the other thing perfectly. We have perfect group mind. The thing Sam was gonna, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like a loop. Whatever Sam was gonna say was part of a, a huge circle that would lead mm-hmm. us around this beautiful Ouroboros. Anyways, you go, Sam. <clears throat> You go, please. Uh, when, you go. When I was a child, I was very um, like androgynous looking, and I didn't like wearing very masculine clothing or really very feminine clothing. I, I didn't really like wearing clothing. What I like to do is like be shirtless and run around the house. Um, and nice. I had really long hair. And I remember like going to <clears throat> um, a funeral as a child and funerals are as as a child is when you first have to start wearing like formal wear um that not not only not only do you have to wear clothes period but you have to wear a specific kind of clothes that are more of a big deal yes exactly exactly and i was going to wear a suit but i didn't like own a suit and except i had i had a jacket and like a shirt um, a button-up shirt, but I didn't. I I for either forgot or didn't own like black pants. And I went. I was at my grandfather's funeral, and so I wore my sister's bell-bottom like 
dark jeans <laughs> and they have little stars at the bottom. No, like, wow. like silver stars. Cute. And I remember being so embarrassed, like telling my dad, I was like, I forgot my pants. It's his, it was his dad who died. And I, was, I forgot my pants. Like I'm just wearing these. And he looked at the stars and the bell bottoms and he just, and I remember he said something to the effect of like, well, it's perfect because like he's up in heaven now. And then we just like went in, we walked wow. into the church. King, king mode. I was like, damn, that That's, was a great a dad king. moment. You knocked wow. it over the park. Yeah. That's really sweet. Damn. Yeah, that's perfect. Wh- yeah. And you know that what he really wanted to say was, you are, you are spitting on my father's grave. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so when my dad died, it was the worst day ever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so All right. now for, I get it. For context, what I the joke. So if you were here at the beginning, I asked Sam. There was a thing I thought would be funny to say, but I wasn't sure if it was okay to say. And what the joke was is, I was walking around and I thought, wouldn't it be funny if Sam called the day that his father had t- took his own life? If he called that the worst day ever. <laughs> Yeah, and so we got that text after Felipe said it was going to be something offensive or upsetting, and I thought it was going to be something sexual, uh, for sure, like a secret thing. Uh, how the, there's a pretty pretty bulletproof <laughs> Me Too case against me. <laughs> I, Sam, I got these texts, and they're concerning, but could I joke about it on air? <laughs> yeah. Listen, this is pretty credible. But it's also funny. <laughs> Let's just get right into it. But instead it was Felipe saying, the text just says, um, I thought it would be funny if you called the day your dad died the worst day ever. Yeah. And so I I don't know. I don't I think that it probably was a bad day. So I guess it, was it just would day. be yeah. funny if, if you had found out your dad had died and then you went, Worst day ever. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Or you're like, damn, Ugh. this is. You find out he does. You're like, fuck, this is the worst day ever. <laughs> See, it is funny when you do it with the voice. Day ruined. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is, is the worst day of my life. Funny. And then Sam replied yeah. to that text and- by saying, um, "Can we pretend my dad is black?" So there you go. I thought that was funnier than my joke. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was funnier. It definitely made more sense. Yeah. (laughs) It would make more sense why that would be troublesome to say on there. Yeah, exactly. And so because of its provocativeness, it was then more funny to me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There it is. The cancel line. Yep. Yep, pop punk sober. It happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye, raising man. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's that happened. It's it's funny that that day. I've said this a bunch of times, but like, there's all these things. De- death obviously is really awful, and the circumstances in which he died was were bad. But also, like in all things, like even bad stuff bring bad stuff in life also brings really funny moments. And when I found out 
my dad died. I was actually with Felipe and we were at a, sh- a shrimp boys show at union hall, which is like one of the worst places to find yeah. out. It's like publicly at a comedy Near show. A bocce Not, ball I wasn't court. Perform- yeah. Yeah, exactly. But to like be in the audience of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, life, all, life has these little jokes hidden. And I'll be, and I'll be honest. When we went to that shrimp, when we went to that shrimp boys show, you could not have paid me to guess what was going to happen by the end of that shrimp boys show. <laughs> and none of the guesses would have been that. Right I had, no I would have, no I had way. no idea <laughs> what was, yes. what was going to happen. Their stuff is mad random. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Everything that they do is like, how are they high? How did they think of that? Yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Why, they yeah. were wild for that. Yeah. Someone's saying hello. What is this podcast about in the in the comments? We're not hey. sure yet. We're kind of finding it out together. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say that's right. <laughs> yes, friendship. That is right. Yes, friendship is one thing. It's about. It's shaping up to be about friendship. The results are still out. They haven't come back in yet, but it's looking like strong friendship. Totally. <laughs> yeah, we've we've tried to do we've tried to make it about different things, but we never kind yeah. of put in the work to research any of those things to sort of. Felipe clinch wanted it. to be about being funny, yeah, at first, and I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, so now it's yeah, about, well, yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I don't so think it's about being friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, gosh. Even before we started the show tonight, Felipe and me were making a list of topics. We barely summon a single news item to talk about. I went onto the New Republic website to try to find something to talk about tonight, and I just looked at the headlines and was like, oh, I don't want to look at this stuff. Oh, we can't talk about this. Well, okay, so I'm. does anyone know what's up with these Tennessee explosions? I See, I don't even have enough information to sort of bring it to the pod as no. a subject to talk about. I'm asking, does anybody know what's the latest? We can work with the viewers. You can tell us. What you tell us yeah. what you know. Yeah. What are the people? We're going to figure this out right now. So we'll figure that out. Chat, get back to us. I'll say this, that after I looked at the New Republic and I decided not to read any of the articles that they had, it seemed like they worked really hard on putting together. Instead, I read a Fox News article about John Mulaney going to rehab. And it was speculation on how... Uh, his last sketch on the Seth Meyers show was like proof that there was something wrong with him because it was so weird. And I watched the sketch and it's just really funny. And it just was like uh, the people on Fox News, I guess, just didn't really like it. Um, but it <laughs> yeah, just... that's like that's like when you <laughs> yeah. do that's like when you do something funny in class and then everyone and then there's that one person that's like, OK, that's weird. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what it's like. Are you that's just wrong. on drugs? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then they wrote a whole article about it. So. And they say, because um, there's a part uh, in the joke where then we could do the te- the bombing thing. But Seth Meyers yeah. says at the end of the sketch is like a punchline, like, John, you could have just like called me about this. We didn't need to talk about it on the show. And they quote that and they cite that as like, Seth even says in the sketch that some, you can tell something is going wrong because Seth Meyers like... Because <laughs> they're doing a bit where John Mulaney's being weird and then the, re- the person takes it seriously. But they really quote it. It's extremely... It's very funny. As if they don't understand that like, you can edit the TV show and yeah, it's not live. So it does, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and comedians are paid to sort of be weird and do strange stuff that you wouldn't do in regular life. Okay, look at this. So doing so, a funny bit. 
What What are you saying? Um, sea of Noise has jumped in and asked what the podcast is and has immediately weighed in about the explosion stuff. Sea of Noise, thanks for joining the community so enthusiastically. And, and uh, everybody's saying that Sea of Noise is right. So imagine, imagine oh, it's wow. your first day listening to a podcast and you... And you just because you quickly rise through the ranks to be number That's one. That's incredible. Listener. Yes, you're. No one knows you at the party, and you come in and you say the bombing was about five G, and everyone there was wondering what it was about. And suddenly, people are handing you drinks and stuff, and you're the new cool person. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're our new top listener. Wow, cool. Sarah, can you DJ these comments for us? Yeah, man. All right. So it's actually first Sydney said it was because the guy was mad about 5G. Then Brian Oaks corroborates that. Jeremy asks us to talk about something that I don't know anything about. A TV writer, Twitter controversy. Can't speak to that. I'm curious. Uh, what is that? What is MP- that? What is that? If you can tell us uh, something about it, Jeremy, we can just react and shoot from the hip on that. We're, we, yeah. we can do that for almost any topic. So, um, <laughs> The MPD released that the, subject was the, bo- the suspect was the bomber who died in the explosion. I'll shoot from the hip and then quickly regret it and feel bad about it for the next five days. <laughs> we'll wondering whether I should have afterwards. said that thing or not. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, can we re-record? Oh, you get no can we re-record the episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay. So the the suspect died in the explosion, and. Uh, in addition to the recorded warning allegedly coming from the RV, it was allegedly also playing the song Downtown. Okay, there was a so- an RV playing the song Downtown. Wait, wait, wait. The song well, was playing Downtown, so if you were downtown, you could hear it? Or there's a song called Downtown. What's the Downtown song? Downtown, things will be great when you're... Something like that. Who sings downtown. that? Downtown. I don't know. It's like a famous song. It's in a Seinfeld episode. <clears throat> um, huh. Okay. Oh, I think that the TV writer they're talking about is Ray Sani. Hmm. Stand-up comic who did a whole thread on Twitter about... Uh, I sent it to you guys, in fact. You remember? Neither of you replied to me. I was quite disappointed. <laughs> I was hoping was you'd it? weigh in. Neither of you what did. was it? <laughs> okay. In your defense, I send you things constantly. But... Yeah, I like that. Uh, for a purpose. Stand-up comedian Ray Sani, who, you know, Sam, I remember we saw her set when I first moved to New York, a set I still remember to this day. We saw it at Starbar, really great set. Uh, I met her backstage mm-hmm. at, a, uh, at a show I did once. Very smart, uh, cool okay, lady. Yep, I remember. I thought I replied to this. Keep going. Well, you didn't. I thought I replied in my mind to yeah, it. In, my, yeah, in so. my mind, I developed quite a robust reply. You, well, you have to press send because if you don't, it hurts my feelings. <laughs> you can't assume that I know that you... No, I do yeah. the same thing sometimes. Um, sometimes people will be like, oh, so are we doing the thing? And then I'll think in my mind, yes or no. And then I'll think, oh, if they must no. know no. that they... Yeah. What? You're, you are so smart that I, I think whatever I've already thought about this tweet, Felipe's already thought about it because you sent it it's to true. me. So you're already like... It's my, true. You're already a day the expert on the track you know yeah <clears throat> i already got my walls covered yes. in pieces of paper where i've written different theories exactly. about exactly there's string and there's string <laughs> attached to different p- p- photos and yeah. stuff like that yeah and walker has asked us to weigh in on uh the dana donnelly thing which me and felipe had a conversation about we did talk day. about that and okay. i thought you know well, hold we- on guys okay so we have the jeremy <laughs> thing and then we're gonna okay. do the dana donnelly yes. thing but we need to close the loop on this this bomber thing <laughs> Okay. 
Okay, what's the loop closing? I think that what that bomber did was not good. No. Yeah. Good or I, not good? <laughs> absolutely not the way to deal with it. You know, there's a different way to deal with it. That's what I think, and yep. I didn't find it, and I wish that he had found a different way because this wasn't it. And not on Christmas. I did it happen yes. on Christmas. Yeah, that's it just it happened close enough on Christmas, close enough to Christmas that even well if it been. happened, yeah, yeah, I might as well have agreed. Been. Agreed. I can't believe something uh, horrible doesn't happen every single Christmas. It's incredible that I mean, I guess horrible things are happening every minute of the day, but I don't hear about one every Christmas. I guess what's wild is that you know a, a big explosion like that happens, and you think, oh, they must have been mad about the biggest thing that's happening in the news right now. Like for instance, stop the steal, coronavirus. But it's 5G. I'm like, that was happening like five months ago. You're late to this conversation about 5G. So, you know, you always think that other people are on the same page, mm -hmm. but some people are level one. Some people are still mad about 5G. Yes. And yes. they're, what? and not only are they still mad about an old thing, but they're the most mad of anybody because they're willing to do some shit like that. But I respect that they stay consistent. Everybody else is just like in the news loop, in the media loop. Every 60 seconds, you're on to a new subject. Some yeah, people pick us. something and yeah. they get focused up and they, they concentrate. They focus up, they double down. And they double down. <laughs> <Yeah>. and they, <laughs> get, they keep the rise on the freaks out. Turn the phones yeah. off. Yep. <laughs> and they keep go the the ballistic. Game. Eyes yeah. on the prize. They're at the 10-yard line and they just keep pushing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, some, there's something to be said for that is what I'm saying. And the attention economy, that's valuable. Yes. I'm sure there's well, I'm sure there's something fishy though because two of these happened. So I'm like, okay. Two. Where did you say are you getting another that from another source? I didn't know one two. One blew up one blew up like in downtown Nashville and then the other one blew up on the highway. I thought we were going just based on what people in the chat say. I don't know where you're getting all that. You that's No, I heard I I heard that I read that on the Twitter um on the Twitter trending moments. Okay. Okay. And were are both explosions bad, or is just the first one bad? I don't remember reading if anybody had died in the second one, but I think that I would say that explosion is net bad, even if no one gets net hurt. Bad. Net bad. Okay. Well, Felipe says it's a bad. Sarah said is says it's a bad. I'm gonna go. Could have done bad it a different too. way. Could have done a different yeah, way. Could have yeah. done it a different way. Admire the persistence on the 5G, but <laughs> not ultimately not a good decision. Mm -mm. I'm going to go with a bad two. That's three bads from the raisins. So, <laughs> three bads. So now we're on to the Jeremy thing. Three yeah. old raisins from the Raisin Man yes. crew. Three old <laughs> sticky little raisins at the bottom of the box. Yeah. That's our rating that's system. Rare. Rarely do you get all three Raisin Men against them. Yeah. Almost never happens. It's true. We're usually quite a, a sort of a heterogeneous bunch. We have different... Our, our points of view cover a big kind of swath of different ideologies, but in this case, we're all lined up behind one thing. We're a um, no on that. Okay, now... Okay, Jeremy's making a funny little joke. Jeremy, <laughs> stop drawing attention away from what we're saying, okay? And we're, we're about to address the thing you brought up, okay? So you're already making a joke about something else, and we're still trying to clean up the shit that you put in front <laughs> yeah. of our feet for us to Jeremy, deal with. The, Jeremy, the fact that we're out here struggling to get writing jobs like the ones that are laid at <laughs> your feet every day, like the ones that you um, easily secure, it is, it, is, it is spitting in our face to get into our chat and be funnier than us. And then try to write our podcast. We don't need you to write our podcast. We can write it. 
So disgusting. I'm this close to blocking you. <laughs> Let's talk about the thing Jeremy brought up. Raisin Man needs to weigh in and digest this piece of news. On whether we're going to be liberals, leftists, or post-leftists in 2021. What kind of podcast? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Hard so to decide. Ray Sani, stand-up comedian. How, what, how else can I... What else is relevant to the description of this event with regards to what... Um, I don't know. Are, are we introducing her like she's about to perform? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to set the stage. Anyways, she did a big long Twitter thread where she trashed leftists. Uh, she's a Warren lady, and when she says leftists, she means the camp within the internet sphere that liked one Bernie Sanders. Uh, and she says, among other things, that those people don't understand politics that Elizabeth Warren uh, had combined his progressivism with the knowledge of how to uh, lead, how to get uh, legislation passed, you know, she, the kind of classic credentialism that, you know, that Liz Warren sort of had on her side, right? She's like, she's the pragmatist. And she said that the leftists were stupid. What else did she say? She said some other stuff. Hmm. Hmm. What else did she say, people in the chat? Is this also related to, remember you sent me that other tweet that was someone calling out, like, the criticism of anarchists? No, it was not related. Unrelated. Okay. We can we can input we can put that in if you have a theory about how those two things are connected we can put that in as evidence but <laughs> let's <laughs> it was that I was a, that should... was a four like tweet from a Loby account <laughs> nobody absolutely <laughs> from a total nobody. nobody and now we're platforming it on the podcast just to sh- shut it down the rest of the way um yeah and why are people upset that th- she's giving this take because leftists don't like to hear that. Well, I would say that that in the, um, see, it's hard to say, right? Because a lot of people do feel the way that she feels. And a lot of people quote tweeted saying this thread. Um, And I wish I could remember some more specifics because if there were some specifics that I remember and I count myself in the sort of leftist camp, some details of the thread boiled my blood. But I (laughs) can't remember the details. So, um, but anyways, people were just like, oh, this is stupid. And when... way that they criticized her was to say oh she's a tv writer and there is a thing within that world uh, of twitter leftists is saying that tv writers you should discount what mm, they have to say because mm-hmm. they all liked warren they were all like mm-hmm. soft liberals who didn't understand the true progressive potential of a bernie sanders what do you guys mm-hmm. think Oh, she also. Oh, she was mad because leftists. This was this was the reason for the season of this thread, that she's mad that leftists are now trashing Barack Obama and calling him a lifestyle brand, and that criticism is that people who are on the left are saying that Barack Obama has now become like a media guy. He's publishing books. He's producing movies. He like his politics are devoid of any actual like, uh, a sort of impulse towards redistribution or like material sort of changing the material superstructure of the United States and instead he's focused on like surface and uh like building his brand uh, yeah building his brand hmm. so she was mad about that she was like she's mad about still that seems important. like kind of a leftist take so but then but she's not a leftist she she doesn't no 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 she doesn't like that she's mad about that she's like you don't oh, make, don't say about that about that Obama take. she's like he was the first black president and blah 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 and uh 
she was trying to um she was uh, what do you call it trying to vindicate obama hmm hmm well, Sam, I'll let you shoot from the, the and react. <laughs> on I got that. one bullet. <laughs> can I, you can can take I get that it right between shot. the eyes yeah. of this discourse? <laughs> um, I, well, look, I'm from Massachusetts. I'll, I'll say this. I'm from Massachusetts. And in the spheres and, and class background that I come from in Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren is like a like a god um and a really big deal and and before she gained national attention she was like a darling of the progressive movement and like one of the only people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren were like their names were always like together on a tons of pieces of legislation on tons of like anti wall street anti like break up the big banks she was like one of the main voices after 2008 for um voicing all the failures that um that um uh, you know a, a, a failures to to reform like our financial and political system after 2008 and she i heard from someone that she was even more vocal than Bernie in attacking specific senators like by name when there was like a real push to pass progressive legislation that ended up failing. So it was for me a weird, a weird whiplash or weird like cognitive dissonance to be introduced to her in 2020 on the national stage and through all the Twitter people I follow as like, um, someone who's like a darling of like the mainstream democratic political apparatus, because to me, and she was like an outsider and, mm -hmm. and, and had the chops and credentials for a long time. So I thought that was kind of strange. Um, and I didn't really buy that about her, that she was bad for progressives, but I think the way that she conducted herself through the 2020 campaign like completely made me lose my faith in her mm. um so to respond to make it bigger than the t presidential campaign and respond to race on his like bigger point i too felt like oh is it strange i felt strange like does the left left twitter have like a race problem or like a misogyny problem because it, it was weird to me that people were so anti liz warren like seemingly before she even had a chance to sort of express herself at the national level. Um, and so I sort of, yeah, so, so, so I'm, I'm um, sympathetic to that argument, but then I thought she did a really terrible job and ended up being exactly the person who people thought were saying she was. So there was maybe something I was missing or that I couldn't see. And that her, her the the other points she leverages against like left twitter um i don't know if i those i don't know if those resonate with me um from from my viewpoint but that's just one of i'm just that's one viewpoint yeah yeah many what do you think sarah and then we'll go to you felipe shut yeah, down well, Wait, I, just... I just wanted to say after your after your uh little description shut down 
<laughs> I'm reducing I just ever all the thoughtful stuff you said I'm just gonna I'm yeah. gonna, just saying shut down Ray Sani I don't think that reduces I think that elevates it yeah and no cool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I guess when I hear it I don't know it just doesn't um really strike me as like particularly interesting to like be in the infighting between like liberals and leftists and um then even people who are leftists but don't identify as leftists which is why I was gonna have Felipe bring up this other tweet that we saw that was not important <laughs> um leftists criticizing anarchists and it being their fault for Bernie losing and like stuff like that all of it is kind of uninteresting to me because I'm like we don't have a electoral system that's representative of the voting public so like the reason to me that there's so much of an issue beside behind like defining like what the democratic party is and and what's a uh, legitimate internal opposition it, it, it all just has to do with the fact that like we're restricted to this very small number of like what are the blue states how many senators can we actually have from blue states and the fact that the conservative part of the country is overrepresented and the House and the Senate, if all that was sort of solved and also the Electoral College didn't exist, then we could just have a voting process where the interests of the people were represented and then we can just kind of like go from there. So I just didn't like not interested in what happens internally in the Democratic Party. All of it just seems like a sort of um, problem that comes from the fact that there's a way bigger problem that needs to be solved. And I don't know that it ever will be. So <clears throat> shut down, Ray Sonny. <laughs> I'm also reducing the thing you said. <laughs> Thank you. I think, wow. I think she's on life support at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to deliver the final blow. No, I think, I guess, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go social with it. I think, you know, whether or not you agree with her arguments, I, I happen to be in the social group that finds the critique of Elizabeth Warren as she ran her campaign quite compelling. I think, Sam, you're right that regardless of who she was, prior to it her role in the campaign i think did become as a spoiler to bernie sanders like i think that's whether or not she knew it wanted it uh wanted it at the outset she did she did become like a sponge for progressive energy um for progressive voters that sort of pulled them rightward um but i think that that doesn't really matter because both her and bernie lost um, I also happen to think that the criticism of Obama is pretty good and interesting and useful. But I guess it's like, I agree with Sarah where it's like, ultimately it doesn't matter. Like we're, we're just like the dummies. We're like fighting. What's a good, uh, what's a good analogy. We're just the dogs fighting for scraps. Like we got, you know, if, if you are uh whatever leftist, there's not, you know, we don't have anything. We, lo we lost everything. So there's, it's like, well, at the end of the day, it's really just an internet fight and whether or not you think it's cringe or cool that Ray Sani voted for Elizabeth Warren, um, you know, it's like, I'm not going to, it, it comes down to like a feeling, a feeling in your heart. Do you think Elizabeth Warren was cringe or cool, you know, and there's arguments, but, <laughs> but Ray Sani thinks she was cool. And I could, uh, you know, we could argue back and forth all day, but there, you know, there are, maybe we wouldn't get to the center of it. And so at the end, it's just, you just got to know, just got to know when you're on Twitter what things are going to be cringe. If you want to get into the yeah. fight, you know, you can go in. But I think, you know, it's like, if I had been Raisani, I maybe wouldn't have done that. Just, or I don't know, maybe she liked having the fight. Maybe she felt it was important Damn. to say all those things. And, and yeah, whether I happen to think that it's not, it's just like a game that you play on the <laughs> internet. You just say your opinion and other people get mad. And then you're on the other side and nothing has changed. Nothing has happened. Um, so... 
I guess wow. I love when it comes down to just a feeling in your heart because I know it's in my heart. Yeah, so, and you know, it's like a, it's like an in-group thing, right? It's like we're a little younger. We're like we sort of know it's cool and hip to not like Obama, and there's good reasons for it. I think there's good, you know, not superficial reasons for thinking it, but it's like I don't know. I'm not the one that's going to be delivering the arguments. And but at the end of the day, I know it's cringe to like him, and it's cringe to like Warren. So, um, so I think Raisani's uh, uh, thing was cringe, and I didn't like it because I felt like she was uh, she was attacking the my way of life, my leftist Twitter way of life, and I didn't like that. non cringe way. Am I the non cringe way? Cringe? Yes. Yeah. I'm trying so hard to be yeah. not cringe, and she came out. And she's and, trying to make you be cringe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't make us. Uh. Uh-uh. If we do it, we'll do it of our own volition, make our own choice. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I am frustrated by the, uh, whatever. Now I'm starting to make a point. I don't want to make a real point. No, make a point. Well, make don't you point. have to go eat pizza? Yeah. Oh, or... I did tell you guys that I didn't want to go too <laughs> oh, long. Shit. I'll check in with my yeah. family about the pizza because then we were going to. But make your point. Yeah. And we also have to talk about um, the other thing. <laughs> the, the Dana Donnelly oh, thing. Yeah. That was something I wasn't even going to bring up because I Me was like. You know why? Because Ray Sonny's like way above us in the sense that it's like, that's a public person. Dana Donnelly. Dana Donnelly's our friend. Well, yeah. you know, she's, <laughs> she's closer yeah. to us that it's like, you don't, it starts to be yeah. weird who you talk about, you know? Totally. Totally. She's our friend and she's our colleague. Yeah. You know? And that's true. <laughs> you know, we chat all the time and she stuff. She follows you, right, Sam? Yeah. No. No way. She liked the tweet of mine the other day. And she should because we're fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. In fact, I'll text her right now and ask if it's cool if we bring talk about this on the pod. The, the point I was going to make, and it doesn't matter either way, but I was frustrated. You know when, you know when, um, when like on MSNBC, they would ask Bernie things like, you know, Medicare for all, it's nice, but how are you going to pay for it? And so mm-hmm. then people on the left would be like, oh, it's such a shame that MSNBC is now sort of parroting this right-wing talking point, right? It's it's like, it's it's a loaded question because you don't, you know, for the simple, you know, it's like, well, you never ask how you're going to pay for it when it's like expanding, uh, you know, defense infrastructure, like the military. You never ask how we're going to pay for it when it's a tax cut for the wealthy. So, you know, so it's, a, it's a loaded question. And I felt that Ray Sani did one of those sort of loaded ideas, which was the idea that... Um, that Elizabeth Warren was like the pragmatic, more serious candidate. And that's frustrating to me for two reasons. One, I think, how could you say that Elizabeth Warren was like the more serious candidate when she got such little votes, like on the very sort of easily quantifiable field of who got more votes, she got way less votes than Bernie. So if I'm like, okay, who's like more viable to win? Clearly Bernie, that is, you know, that's undisputable. And you could say, well, the people who voted for him are stupid or whatever, but it's like, he was better at getting votes and she was really bad. She was very bad at getting votes. One of the worst at getting votes in the primary. So on that count, I think that that's bad. But then I think it's more insidious because it's this idea of like, oh, she was more pragmatic. She's more willing to make compromises. So she's a more serious politician. I'm like, oh, that's, that's the kind of thinking that moves that moves people to the right where you identify essentially right leaning you know uh, uh like uh right leaning ideology with like serious or more achievable or more realistic so it's like well if you're serious about that you want these like reforms to be made or or for things to change then you can't think you can't you know it's 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 it hurts you to 
harbor the belief that, oh, well, you know, if a politician's more right-leaning, that means they're more serious or more capable of governing. Because, in fact, I think that totally. like, Bernie had a pretty compelling theory of how you get how you get his platform passed, a theory that I think was more compelling than Warren's idea, which was basically like, we're just going to get good legislation passed. Whereas Bernie had this whole thing about like, we're going to like mobilize people and blah, blah, blah. And like, we're actually, we need to like organize. I think that's a pretty compelling idea. So I think that that thing that thing that Ray Sani was saying was making me mad because I was like, oh, I feel like you're doing that thing. You're like copying, you're copying to the, the conservative point of view. And that was frustrating for me. I think that's a really good point. Destroyed! <laughs> I'm She's gonna, done. I'm going to put an explosion yeah. sound effect here tomorrow when I'm editing this. Amazing. Yeah. Guys, those are the kinds of the kinds of opinions you can hear on the Raisin Man podcast. So, you know, if you like this stuff, keep coming back. Keep coming back. Because we're going to keep on doing it. We're going to and... keep on doing it. We're going to, but we are going to do, we're going to be post left podcasts in 2021 because we're looking to fill, <laughs> we're cultivating a new audience. We're looking to fill a new niche and we just want to push ever further past the left. So yes. and stay on, stay edgy and stay not cringe. And that's the way to do it. Stay I, ahead. Well, so. you may have to drop me because I thought race, race science argument was very reasonable sounding. Oh, and I think damn. that reason, the right answer always lies somewhere in the mm. middle mm. between things. And it lies at the furthest reach, the most distant, most provocative thing you could think of that's Look, for more it, progressive. If you're pissing the right and the left off, then you're probably doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I actually am sort of afraid to talk about post left on the podcast because I don't know what the term connotes really. And I hope it's no, not. No, and something... I love and I love that you said that we I was like, I love that Sarah's doing this bit where she's saying that she wants to be post left when I said Wait, what, did you hear Post Life for the first time right before we started the podcast when yes. I said it to you? Yes, from Felipe, yes. I thought that was great. And I, I thought that was really mean. funny yeah. that you just said that. <laughs> we're gonna be and we're going to find out together what it means, Sarah, um, in yes. 2021. Yeah, <laughs> yeah gonna... but if it means something something offensive, then uh, let me know. Well, I think so left is good. So if you go further, I think that that's even better. It's even better. And yeah. post is always good. Postmodern. Yes. Cool. Yes. Post-structuralism. Cool. Well, what's good about it is you you acknowledge all the faults of the old thing, and then you move forward with a sort of reconstituted mm -hmm. paradigm. We don't want to be neo-left. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That Post officers bad. are great. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Past an officer. Yeah. Post office. Post office. Post the office. That's Parks and Rec. That's right. <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> Damn. I have so many things that I listed to talk about. We haven't talked about any of them, but I don't know. Uh, uh. Are we going to talk about the Dana Donnelly thing? I was, I sort of took a kind of wrapping up tone, but maybe we're not wrapping up. Well, I mean, um, my dad did say, are you going to take a lot longer? And I said... Give me ten. Let's tr let's try and do a, a a rapid fire lightning round on on the Dana Donnelly thing. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't say no. anything that will get us in trouble. Like we're a British she panel is our show. colleague and our friend. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna give you the topic. You have three seconds to respond. Then go, Dana Donnelly, Sam. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know enough about this to <laughs> probably even tee it up, but no, let me try anyways squishy. and see if it's right. <laughs> see if it's right. This will be fun, right? Mm -hmm. 
So mm-hmm. what I think the controversy is, is she posted a photo of herself cr- pretending to cry on her kitchen floor. And the That's comment right. was like, oh, crying because I didn't get some present maybe. Um, That's close. Close. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. And what... <laughs> And and I found out about this tweet because it was commented. It was a, it was in a retweet comment from a from a person I follow who says this looks really bad. Basically, oh no! What they said was crying about not getting presents on my ten thousand in front of my ten thousand my parents ten thousand dollar stove or something like that. That's right. And it was being liked by a lot of other people who I follow who are on the post left. So damn correct. Shit. Yes, yeah, they're coming up. All their, all their, their audience. All their yeah. Twitter slime bags. Are we're liking yeah. that post? So if we want to be Shit. a post left podcast in twenty one twenty one, we already know what we have to feel about this. Yes, but but that's the context. But I and I want to let us react kind of organically in our own way. Right, we're coming in. Sure. We're coming in naive as babes. Sure, yes. nothing. And, yeah. and maybe a little context for people who don't even know who Dana Donnelly is. I'm sorry, people in the chat, but sometimes we have to do this. I'm thinking of my mom. I'm thinking of people who. Who aren't in this world. So Dana Donnelly is a comedian based in LA. She's probably what, 16, 17? <laughs> no. um, yeah, I think she might be 12 or 13. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, she's like, uh, she's in her, yeah, like a kind of in her early 20s and she's really big on Twitter and 100K uh, plus followers. 100K I think. plus I think. followers. That's my guess. Her, I don't know if her, you've been noticing on the chat, but every time we start talking about tweets, Seth gets the links and posts them on the chat. Seth, oh, that's perfect. That is, so all the more reason if you never listen to the live show listen to the live because seth does a little guide that like is a reading guide to the podcast that's a little guide seth's putting together the syllabus (laughs) the syllabus that goes with the show he's putting together the reading packet (laughs) and we're gonna make a zine of that as well and we'll release that so so okay i'm gonna go out on a limb here and and try and and try and sort of typify dana donnelly's tweeting style and i'm walking into dangerous territory here but i'll i'll venture in and say her kind of tweeting style is I'm like I'm getting scared. Is, is like I'm shriveling up like a skeleton. Like bratty young female who jokes about dating older men and has a lot of funny jokes to say about how awful it is to date older men and how awful men are as a kind of romantic category. Yes, among her many things, and that. That but it's also ironic and self-aware. Ironic and self-aware. And that that is a voice that has that describes a, a kind of it's I'd say it's become a category of Twitter, like a a category or style of co- comedy tweets. Yes. Well, also you're forgetting a key part, which is that she posts thirst traps. She posts thirst traps. Um not and every comedian does that. It's not part of everybody's yes. deal. Yes. And not part of everyone's deal. Not a, part of everyone's deal. Some people are kind of sort of angry, autistic, late-maged men, you know, who, who don't like posting thirst traps. Yeah, you know, but you can find, yeah, thirst traps here and there. You'll see them crop up on your Twitter feed because it'll say, Felipe Depoy liked this. And then okay. You'll see it. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So it'll show up in your feed. I'll yeah. I'll put an explosion sound right after that. <laughs> <laughs> and some people feel about first thirst traps about 
young female comedians doing thirst traps, they think this is great. This is and this is funny and it's self-aware and and more at large, what it does is people have a concept about who is a comedian and who is not a comedian. And for a long time, the image in po the popular image of what a comedian is, is a, is often is a, it's a man, right? And they don't sexualize their own body. They just have a big brain that says funny jokes. Yeah. And, so it's, and sometimes they're, it's, they're, and actually sometimes the uglier and fatter, the better. Yes. For the man. Yes. And, and, and people believe, isn't it nice that there are young women who make jokes about their body, who, 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 um, you know, can sort of that broaden the, our vision of who is and isn't a funny person uh, in the world. Sam, right. I, have um, to, I have to commend you. Watching you do this explanation yeah. is like watching, it's like watching a ninja jump through laser Tightrope walker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Walking between the Empire State Building and the yeah. Chrysler Building. You're yeah. like those robots that oh find mines out in the minefields and just, and just yeah. uh, disarm them. Oh like Wally. You're like Wally going into the minefield and just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carly pointed out you did say female, uh, and you, yeah. you'll be doctor. These that. females, yeah. females are out oh, on the yeah. internet. Yeah. Well, you can't avoid all the IEDs. Um, it's true. But so with all that as context, so she posts this this tweet, right? This picture of her in in what is a kind of garish sort of Tuscan looking kitchen, you know, that's like sleek marble and pillars and and reflective mm. surfaces very clean a kitchen that doesn't look like it's be it's been cooked in ever right and, and she's i've never even seen a stove like i don't even yeah. know what that stove is crazy looking exactly yeah. it's notable for sure and so she, she's in a very li nice location she tweets this tweet this joke about her pretending to cry and she's not hasn't gotten her right present and and people r sort of point out through all their snarky comments that she's like um you know she she's she's class signaling inadvertently right and a final thing as context that i know about her is is that she lives at her parents house and i think her parents are pretty wealthy that and i that i'm saying that because that's been said to me by people on this podcast correct <laughs> so, yes yeah more or less uh, okay so with all that as context what do we th what do we think hmm. several th things i guess uh one i think it was kind of funny that people were like calling her out for like not being self-aware and the thing wasn't that she didn't get the present it was uh that she'd burn her grilled cheese sandwich and she was crying sitting on the floor and um people were just like wow this is like a bad look uh that you're like crying over this uh in front of a ten thousand dollar stove yeah like like sam said but that's obviously the joke i mean she didn't put the stove in the picture on purpose but the whole point of the tweet is like i'm being ridiculous and being a narcissistic millennial stereotype person so for people to call her out and be like gotcha is like did you really get her or like was that not sort of what well, you're, you're saying you're even if it's not you're funny forgetting, yeah. you're forgetting a key a key sort of tenet of of uh, kind of um, like the identity politics minefield, which is sometimes doing a parody of the thing means enacting the thing. Totally, totally. Doing a yeah. parody of the violence is enacting the violence. So I think that's where, you know, it's like, sure, you could say she knew what she was in on the joke, but when are you in on the joke? It's hard to say. Yeah. I think my, or sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, go ahead. I have other things to say, but you can go. Okay, I have macro theory. Macro theory, and then I think I gotta go because my parents are waiting for me. They made some pizza. 
Okay, but then, but you have to hear, listen to what Sarah's going to say too. Absolutely. So I'm going to try and make it a short macro theory. I'm just saying we shouldn't start a new topic after that. Okay. Final topic. Closing out. I didn't talk about my brother has a new girlfriend. I was going to talk about Oh, shit. Okay. Well, we can talk talk about about it on our, we got the bonus episode. The bonus episode on Tuesday. Okay. Um, Macro theory. I think sometimes you, you catch bullets for things you didn't do. And I think that this might, I'm going to try it out. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think sometimes people associate you with a way of thinking. And I think if I had to kind of uh, ventriloquize what I think the sort of the antis are. Obviously, I think I, level one, if you're hot and rich, you're walking, you're always walking a tightrope. You ha- you can't be cringe because there's no, you know, it's it's one strike, you're out. So that's number one. But also I think she was part of her humor, not anymore because I guess she got a boyfriend now, but you know, it was sort of that camp of like men need to go to therapy men don't go to therapy uh men are trash that sort of vibe maybe I'm, you know she did tweet about how fucked up the men she was dating were and i think i remember other times when she'd say stuff like that about men and it would it would t- tick people off whether they were men who felt uh implicated or whether they were people who were frustrated with the kind of like uh man hating sort of identity politics discourse who felt that it was like uh, going into sort of veering into narcissism so i think that when, when she posts something like that like freaking out about a little thing some people are like oh isn't it frustrating that the exact kind of person that's like building a brand on like on sort of uh judging like dysfunctional men and like saying like oh like men need to go to therapy whether or not she said that specific thing but there's like a perception in people's mind that she sort of lives in that world that that's sort of her brand isn't it funny that that or isn't it frustrating that that person is the person who like has this totally disproportionate freak out and not only has the disproportionate freak out about something uh silly but like like tells everyone about it as if it was a funny thing that one could could be proud of because even though she's like making fun of herself there's like little undercurrent of like this is how intense i am or like this is a this you know it's like the thing of like when people when people um like talk a lot about mental health stuff that they're going through sometimes there is a way of like it's like a badge that one wears at least on the internet when they make it part of their brand so people are like oh isn't it frustrating that this person is doing both of these things and like this is actually really dysfunctional behavior and it's like a childish behavior and why encourage it and why like celebrate it as like a funny quirky thing What do you guys think? So you think it wasn't the tweet wasn't funny? I didn't like the tweet myself, but it's fine. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's you're, fair enough. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, I'm I'm thinking about what you're saying. I'm saying, I, I'm thinking, you do you don't think she's actually reacting? She she's not actually crying about. She's absolutely actually crying. I think she In was fact, actually crying, yeah. Really? She, she followed yeah. up with another tweet where she said, my boyfriend keeps reminding me this is a real thing that I did and not a funny bit. Like, my boyfriend keeps saying, yes, it's funny in retrospect, but you really did that. Which was an interesting follow-up tweet. Wow, okay. And are you saying that it, she because she doesn't have the, the badge that she's doing a mental health persona on social media that that makes it problematic or something? Or did Wait, I that she doesn't have the the badge, or she is. It's that she can't criticize men for needing to go to therapy and also have a mental health problem herself. Is that? 
I guess maybe that's a version of what I'm saying, but then again, like maybe it's maybe it's something simpler where it's like, oh, you're being a princess and like not being self-aware enough about it. So maybe mm. it's that. Maybe it's maybe I'm like reading too much into it, and it's actually the more level one thing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess I just kind of felt better. I was like, oh, this take to me where it's just like, oh, fuck rich people. You're rich. So your tweet sucks thing is like, that seems like it's like level two or something. And I'm like, what's level three on this? Like, I'm tired of the like middle class people deserve things. Poor people deserve things. Rich people don't deserve anything. Like, uh, sure. I agree with that. But I, when I see it, I'm just like, meh. Okay. Sure. No one deserves anything or everybody deserves everything. I I don't know. Fair. To me, it, it reminded me of the cat Cohen incident where you where it's a good example of a person who thinks there's they've assessed their own situation and they have the kind of um the deafness to step outside of it and look at themselves with everybody else and say ha 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 isn't this funny what's happening to me and you think you have control of of the context of the joke you're making about yourself but you you don't because other people you, you you misread how other people see you. Right. You're like, isn't it funny that I'm this a privileged whatever, whatever, and then people are like, no, fuck you. You're a privileged whatever. Right, exactly. Whatever. And you yeah. can't make that kind of joke to people who aren't your friends. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. I, I think Seth is bringing up a good point in this, in his uh, comment about um, about meaning collapsing in on the internet, which is that like the more numbers your tweet does, the more the more stripped of context it it gets as it is it's as more totally. strange eyes see it and so so you have to end up deleting your your tweets the the more viral they become because if they're about yourself um they they're absolutely devoid of any of the original context that you had for it yeah, um, yeah yeah totally and it's just sort of like to me i'm just imagining being a very rich person with a massive following who does tweets that are like me being over dramatic and it's like this is just an, the 1000th tweet that i've done where the punchline is i'm being over dramatic in something related to mental health and this is the one that people are like no we don't like this uh now it's a problem and it's like is it really something that dana she's not saying that it's a real issue that her grilled cheese you know fell on the floor obviously and no one would really imply that she is um so right she's I, on I, our but side for some reason it, yes yeah people are using this to be the one where it's like no now we're gonna call you out today's the day we call you out for being a rich person who doesn't deserve to have the people responding to the tweet and this is tone deaf and and all this and i guess it is tone deaf because people responded that way to it so there's truth in that but it i just like can't really wrap my mind around it i'm like it just seems really kind of arbitrary to me like uh, do we not want rich people to be on twitter tweeting things about their lives i I mean, I know that that's just like taking it to the extreme to a point that's like sort of not an interesting argument, but I don't get it. I mean, we know we know what she meant by it and either you kind of like it or you don't. But to use her tweet as like your platform for talking about sort of income inequality, it just to me, it just feels so See, un- I, uh, insignificant. Where, and where I disagree, though, is I don't think anyone's trying to make a point. I think people just find it annoying and then they're just getting and their they, anger out. I don't think anybody's like do that. Sure. I don't think anyone's trying to make like a larger point because it's like what's she going to do about, you know, she's. She's rich, yeah. whatever. Like, she's not going to do anything about that. So people are just mad because I think it's like they find the tweet annoying the way that, you know, yeah, you find it annoying when any when you feel like anybody is uh, overreacting sure. and like being. Yeah. But if you are her, what are you what are you supposed to do about about that? Just keep tweeting and you're like, well, people who well, like it will like it, the people who don't won't. And I'll just continue living my life. I think I that's guess. true. And I think that's true about anybody. But I, I'm like, oh, it's I think that if you. If you make 
like your richness and hotness and like and all these like high status things you have a part of your brand a thing that you like let people in to see it's a little more different like you are i think you have like a kind of a harder job to do because from the outset you're like a little unsympathetic sure yeah i guess i'm just thinking if i was her and i was getting all this criticism i would be like what's the thing that I did wrong here that I have to make sure not to do again? And I would be unclear exactly what it, what it is. So. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, well, I wish we had her on the pot to ask, answer this question and we could, because we're friends with her, but um, <laughs> oh, like what, what does she, do you think she understood that when people saw this picture of her crying, the most immediate and obvious thing about the picture is that she's in a like luxury environment. Do you think she knows that, you know, because I, th- I think that's the mistake she made is like, oh, I'm to- posting a thing and I want people to think, want people to think about the joke I'm posting. But all they can see is if, if you're a person with no context, all you can see is like how nice this kitchen is. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a, a is an observation. Yeah. Um, I hate I hate to do this. But you have to go. My family is waiting. They have made homemade pizza. The polla pizza. He said, polla pizza. We're gonna have a good set <laughs> with a nice mozzarella. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love you guys. Yeah, love you guys too. And and if any of us will make some mistake, is going to make the Dana Donnelly mistake of our own. Just you would tell me not to do it before I posted it, right? <clears throat> um. No, you know you don't know. It's like you don't hear the bomb that you don't hear the bullet that I'm hits saying. you. You don't hear yeah, the bomb that yeah. kills you. I think I wouldn't know that it was going to be the thing. Yeah. I would say, oh yeah, that's a funny tweet, Sam. Sure, but Sarah, <laughs> you know, but you you know so much, and you have so you're so diligent about understanding different contexts. That's why I have you as a friend. So if you're Aww. not if you're not protecting me from those Dana Donnelly moments, yeah. Well, I never what? tweet. I feel like almost <laughs> it, oh, many tweets I could think of. I'm like, no, no, no. That could be. That could be it. That could be it. So I know. I that's mean, the solution. Yeah. Never no, tweet. Yeah. It's true. It's true. You never know. It's like uh, every ball is is like has spikes coming out of every angle of it, and you can't grab the ball anyhow. There's always going to be a spike in your hand. Totally. I was just thinking earlier, I was like, should I apologize for how earlier in the podcast I said that um, with children, it's better to act more feminine? Or is it, was that was that okay to say that? And I thought about that for a while. So yeah, it's an impossible. It's bottomless. Yeah. I was joking. I was afraid that I shouldn't have said that second text that you sent on the chat, Sam. <laughs> and I shouldn't have said the thing about autistic You shouldn't people. have said yeah. it even in the in the chat, yes. Sam. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's well, where you're yeah. down to, yeah. You think it's a benign violation because it's just with the friends, but... It never is. It never really is. Yeah. Well, All right. We've learned a lot. Yeah. Well, everybody, um, thanks for coming. I had a great time. Uh, Me too. And uh, I'm going to play Cherry Pie now. Good night, everybody. All right. Good night. She's my Cherry Pie. Raisin Man Arena. <laughs>